This is the All About Access podcast. So, let's see what we have lined up for you today. PK here. In this episode I'm going to talk about accessibility in healthcare. Healthcare is of critical importance in the lives of the disabled. Yet, at least in some parts of the world, many healthcare facilities continue to be inaccessible. Right from the time a child with disabilities is born, medical facilities are needed. In some cases, the need might arise even before the child is born. In a country like India, there is an absolute lack of medical facilities, especially in rural areas. Further, due to poverty, people are unable to afford the cost of medical treatment. And in case of many types of disabilities, the cost is recurring in nature. In the absence of social security and compulsory medical insurance, the entire burden of the treatment-slash-rehabilitation of a child with disabilities, falls wholly on the family. There are also physical barriers. In cities like Bangalore, it is not unusual to find hospitals with 60-degree ramps. Forget wheelchairs, even if patients are brought on a stretcher, there is a good chance that they will fall off while getting over the ramp, unless they're tightly fastened. If one looks at other medical services, such as dentistry, the accessibility situation is even more pathetic. By the way, My sister happens to be a practicing dentist for the past 20 years. This time, when she set up her dental clinic, she asked me, how can my dental clinic stand out from the rest? For starters, our city happens to have one of the highest concentration of dentists in the country. There are at least three to four dental clinics on every street. And so I thought about it for a second, and then I told her, it's easy, just ensure that your dental clinic remains accessible. Result, my sister's dental clinic is most likely the only small-scale establishment of its kind, to be fully accessible. The point is, accessibility of physical infrastructure matters a lot but sadly, very few people are willing to put enough thought-slash-effort into it. Accessibility also has a lot to do with the attitude of the people. I'd like to narrate a small incident here. Our workplace has a doctor's room, where I pay regular visits, for pain management. One day, the regular nurse was on leave. In her place, there was this new nurse, who had not seen me until then. And so, when I zoomed into the doctor's room on my powered wheelchair, it was something that she had never expected to see. So she went into panic mode, as if to say, some 15 emergency cases had arrived, all at the same time. Then I had to tell her to calm down, introduce myself, tell her about my condition, so on and so forth. It took her some 15 minutes to regain her composure. After a couple of days I asked her, what exactly made her go into a panic mode. She told me, whenever she saw a person on a wheelchair, she expected to see an accompanying person. The underlying assumptions are that a person, if he slash she happens to be on a wheelchair, is too sick or too dependent, to be able to do anything on their own, 
or even incapable of representing themselves in front of others. There are such preconceived notions and beliefs in the minds of many people, that needs to change. There are many other issues related to accessibility in healthcare. I could go on and on. But the bottom line is this. Accessibility is not something exclusively for the disabled. Rather, accessibility is for everyone. Because nobody can escape experiencing some form of disability, all their lives. And if we design for slash train for everyone and for every eventuality, then the disabled can never be left out. Isn't it? Alright guys, I'll sign off for now. Join me on my next podcast soon. Together let's make a more accessible world. Cheers.